Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. I'm Ryan Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. All right, we are on to question 38 of our College Football Preview Series. That is insane. Check out the first 37 uh, if you like college football want to get geared up for the season. But our question today is, how many games will LSU win in 2021? So let's get right into it. Break down Coach O's team this year. Ryan, what are you thinking about the offense? Well, uh, it was going to be a battle at QB between Miles Brennan and Max Johnson. But uh, as we know recently, Miles Brennan uh, suffered an arm injury. So it uh, looks like he's going to be out for quite a while. So it's going to be Max Johnson. Max Johnson is going to be the guy. And if I'm an LSU fan, I'm fine with that. I, you know, I, It was really a heated battle. So, I mean, obviously it hurts depth. That's what you're concerned with. But as long as he stays healthy, you're good. Um, bringing in a new offensive coordinator on the recommendation of Joe Brady, which... I would listen to him as well if I was Coach O, kind of help me out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Passing game last year wasn't the problem uh, for LSU. They they just, I mean, it wasn't Joe, Bra- Joe uh, Burrow level, but it was fine. The problem was they just could not run the ball. Um, they Hopefully, they, after returning, they got four returning starters coming back on that offensive line, and both their running backs as well. So hopefully they can prove, improve there. Um, and I think they will. And the wide receiver group is awesome. Kayshawn Boutte leads that, and he's a stud. Jare Jenkins is back also. You know, so there's a, there's some good pieces there. I think Mac Johnson, uh, he he brings a little bit of a a little bit of a dual threat ability. So you know, overall, I think this group's going to be maybe a top twenty five kind of offense nationally. So I think they'll be better than last year, T- top ten level, like Joe Burrow ish. No, but uh, they're going to be really good. They're going to be good. I'm not yet to say really good, just because Fair. it's the second year in a row that they're the offense is going to be under new coordinator, new surrounding coaches. Uh, you know, and especially now that you didn't even touch on uh, that TJ Finley left for Auburn. So it's really like all on Max Johnson's shoulders right now. But he showed flashes last year. Like, I do like him. Uh, he helped propel them to their upset win in the swamp last year. He was a very efficient. To me, he's just got to boost that completion percentage. It was under 60% and get the ball downfield more. It was very kind of short passes, seven yards per attempt. Uh, but really, overall, to me, in order for the offense to to dramatically improve, it's going to come down to two things. And and you kind of mentioned it. One is they need another wideout weapon, especially after losing Eric Gilbert to to transfer. You said Boutte. They got him. He's solid. But a guy like you mentioned, Jare Jenkins, he still needs to step up and prove it. He's 6'4", big play threat. I think he can, but he needs to take that next step. And then number two, you also kind of touched on it. That running game has to propel, uh, whether it's John Emery Jr., if he can li- live up to some of his recruiting hype from a few years ago, maybe D- Davis Price in the backfield could elevate his game in his junior season, because I do like that offensive line. Um, but there are there's just a couple questions with the, the staff, Johnson, the receivers. Um, but overall, if they all kind of mesh, I could see this offense looking fairly formidable. Yeah, I think good breakdown from you guys. Uh, let's go to the defense. And it was awful last year um because of course they lost dave aranda and a ton of starters and bo pelini came in and was obviously did a terrible job that is well documented (laughs) they replaced him with durante jones from the minnesota vikings but you know his only experience as a defensive coordinator is over 10 years ago and it was in division two so obviously well-respected coach but still has to prove it uh as a defensive coordinator defensive line They've got a lot of depth there. Hopefully should be a lot better um, with, with everyone back. You would, you would think it is. Linebackers were terrible, but they added Mike Jones from Clemson. That was a big transfer. Added a good Juco transfer. So, again, hopefully they go from terrible to good. Uh, and in the secondary, 
I mean, that's that's where this this team starts with that that cornerback duo of yeah. Derek Stingley and Eli Ricks, one of the best in the country, probably the best in the country. Um, but other than them, everyone else got lit up last year. Of course, that's part of the reason why the defense was so bad. And really, the only safety who did play pretty well last year, Jacoby Stevens, is gone. So you know, there's candidates to replace those and 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 improve and breakout candidates, but we need to see it. Yeah, no, there's. I mean, it's only can only really only go one direction when you're the worst passing defense in the country. Um, that's that's hard not hard to replicate. But Bo Pelini, man, oif, 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 oif. He was terrible. I put a yeah. lot on Bo Pelini. Um, you know, obviously his end of the tenure at Nebraska was terrible. So we're a little bit bitter about Bo Pelini. Um, <laughs> the royal we there. I'm I'm fine. <laughs> but, uh, <okay>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Michael, don't hide it. You're upset too. <laughs> Uh, no, but hey, I, I think this defense is going to be a lot, a lot better. When you return everybody up front, when you have two really, really good corners, I know they got lit up a little bit last year, but those corners are good. They're going to be really yeah. good coming back. Um, I think the linebackers are going to get a lot better. Uh, they got a little more depth uh, on the front and the whole the whole defense, really, in my eyes. And it's just, I really think coaching makes a huge difference uh, at times, and I think Bo Pelini really held them back. I know Durante Jones is a little bit of a question mark, but... I think he's got a lot of the pieces coming coming back. Um, Andre Anthony, I think, is going to have a pretty darn good year rushing the QB. So maybe the secondary will get helped out a little bit there. Um, but I just I I don't see them not improving a lot. That stick that means they could still be middle of the pack in the SEC. But I think that's about probably where I could see them finishing. Yeah, everyone agrees they're going to improve. Yeah, it's just a matter yeah. of of how much. Yeah, they're yeah. not going to be a top ten national defense, but you know they don't really need to be to have a good year. Yeah. So when we look at, you guys have touched on the offensive defense. We've also got the schedule. Uh, being in the SEC West, the schedule is usually a bear. Uh, and this year, their crossover, they draw Florida and Kentucky from the East. So, you know, the one good thing is they didn't draw Georgia, but it's still not ideal because Florida and Kentucky are kind of in that tier, you know, chasing chasing Georgia. Yeah, it's not Kentucky impossible, too. though, because they get, they get Florida at home. Uh, the non-conference is very easy outside of their week one date at UCLA, which we as a podcast have talked about being one of our favorite non-conference games of the year. So they can't get behind the eight ball early. If they win that game, they'll build some confidence through the rest of their non-conference and into, into conference play. Yeah. When your toughest non-conference game by far is UCLA. I mean, I know we like yeah. UCLA, but that's, that's a pretty easy non-conference. So that's good timing there. Cause of course, you know, Coach O needs some wins this year. So let's get to the final question. How many games will LSU win in 2021? Give a final answer here, Ryan. I am going at nine. I say they go One. nine and okay. three. Yeah, so I'm bullish. I'm bullish on LSU when they have that much returning production. Um, they went five and five last year. Let's not act like they were some terrible team. All right, so five and five, they're going to be a lot better. Um, and like Trey said, if they get by UCLA in week one, which they're favored, but if they get by them, I could see them getting to 6-0 and before they face Florida, Ole Miss, and Bama in consecutive weeks. So um, they have that type of talent. It could set up to get a, uh, a good year. Um, I Really, it's just I put a lot of value on that UCLA game because uh, they got pieces. I think a lot coming back. I know where there's some concerns, but I'm going to say 9-3. All right. I know 5-5 five and five last year, which isn't terrible. Florida win, very, very misleading, is well documented. Uh, even the last Ole Miss win, they were kind of both very heavily turnovers. Uh, 
Yeah, they, in, they, that loss at Missouri was a crazy bad loss. Like, remember, it was like 45, 41 crazy game. So. <laughs> um, but either way, that's, that's neither here nor there. So I think with, uh, you know, it's, it's just, I think going 9-3 and three for me is a lot to expect with a lot of change on the coaching staff. Um, like Trey mentioned, like year after year, you know, this is now the kind of second straight <laughs> huge change on, on the coaching staff. Um, two coordinators who've never been in this position before. I think I think the team will obviously improve a ton, and and potentially having a competent defensive coordinator makes all the difference. But I guess I just see you know pretty big improvement rather than kind of otherworldly improvement. So I'm going to say eight and four. I'm a little bit. I mean, I'm only going one less fewer than you, but I'm, yeah. I'm overall I'm, I'm pretty bearish yeah. on this team. Like there's yeah. you can either be so say seven and five, Mike. Do it. The schedule, man. Like I just I, I don't. The schedule, the non-conference is is so easy that I, I don't see seven and five. So eight and four is my kind of middle ground there. Yeah, and what the over under was eight or eight and a half, right in there. Under, so. Over under eight and a half. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say eight and four as well. Uh, I'm 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 really fascinated by LSU because we all know the talent is there. I'm just really more curious to see how the team gels because uh, this is the. You, Michael, you mentioned the second straight year of all these coaching changes, but that also means that some of these players will be on their third position coach in three years. And so, and Max Johnson, it's all on his shoulders, so they cannot afford an, an injury there. And I just have, there's just some questions that on offense that uh, need to be answered that, like I touched on earlier, can the, the running game improve and can another receiver step up outside of Boutte and then, of course, the defense? But that's why I had to say eight wins. All right, so that'll do it for this episode of the College Football uh, College Football Bros. LSU fans, let us know in the comments your thoughts on the team. I think we can all acknowledge this team has one of the widest variances in yes. college football. Like, wouldn't shock me if they go eleven and one and win the SEC. I mean, there's that that wouldn't totally shock me. Also, wouldn't surprise me if they go seven and five. Obviously, so uh, let us know why you think maybe. LSU being a top 10 team is is more likely than uh, the bearish scenario. But we will be back tomorrow uh, discussing some SEC dark horses. So we'll see you then. You've been listening to the College Football Bros. If you have any questions for the next podcast, email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com. To keep up with the brothers on social media, like them on Facebook at College Football Bros., Follow them on Instagram at College Football Bros. And for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening.